0: hello I'm Ian and I'm Rao and uh, welcome to
1: our podcast hope in a mad world this week we're talking about uh, something that Ian's been thinking about for some time now as, as an idea and he keeps dropping it into conversations <clears throat> and and so we really wanted to, to dig it out and draw it out of him and it's it's the phrase um, about re- recovering the ancient paths just this is two words the ancient paths and it's something that doesn't unpack when he mentions it and drops it into conversation, and he kind of moves on. And I think, what is this ancient past thing? So what we're doing today is we're going to dig into that and, and, and try and uh, get to the bottom of it. So Ian, what is, what is our ancient past?
0: Okay. I Well, let me give you a little take a step back in, in the sense that part of that, the reason that that's I think, keeps coming up, and I keep dropping into conversations, is that – um. A lot of people have given me words, you know, kind of God words uh, recently about um, ancient paths. They keep saying God has called you to rediscover the ancient paths. And this particular, there's a scripture actually in in, uh, Jeremiah 6, and it says something like, stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls but you said we will not walk in it and i it's re, it's just re, it's been really interesting for me just to to kind of dig into that a little because it's that that's kind of the um the the backdrop if you like for for that so and when i say you know a couple of people i mean i'm talking about probably five different people from different contexts mm. who have no connection with each other, right. so yeah. so that that for me, as soon as I as soon as it comes t- twice, that I normally go oh. When it comes three yeah. times, I think yeah, <laughs> alright God's God's starting to lead me on away, yeah. and then um, uh, you know when it comes five times, you kind of go okay that this 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 is really important yes, um, yeah. and it's not important the first time but <laughs> but but it, it, the 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 number of it is interesting so so. So as I started to dig into that, I started to look well what does what it look what does that look like what does that mean what does that okay god what are you trying to say to me and this comes some 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 of this comes up with you know the whole idea of finding celtic ways and you know or, or digging into that kind of stuff as well so I and I've really enjoyed looking at that so that's 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 kind of where it comes from that's the backdrop of it um, so yeah so so
1: Ancient ways referenced there in the Bible, and yeah. people saying we will not walk in them. Yeah. So, in a sense, there's a there's some sense they've been forgotten and lost yeah. rather than continued in, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> and, and a recovery of something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you got any sense what any
0: of that is? How far well, you gone down there? <laughs> yeah. Well, I I, I I think part of it it kind of fits into what 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 I'm thinking anyway. In the in the sense that um, you know, I would say from the 1950s uh, we have seen a Gradual change of culture from a, a modernist way of looking at things, you know, so very scientific fact, you know, that kind of that kind of uh, mod modernist kind of idea, the Enlightenment, or th- those kinds of issues, and we've we've seen a a gradual change to a kind of postmodern way, which actually I as I look at what postmodernism looks looks like and believes or doesn't believe. It's very interesting. I think it's ancient. I think a lot of it is ancient. So, so what we've seen in the West particularly is a kind of very enlightenment modernist way of approaching faith, for instance right? So it's all about what we believe. It's all kind of empirical, you know, it's that kind of aspect. Whereas if the, the further east you go, you find this more ancient way of looking at things where they don't struggle with things like paradox, like we do, you know, it's yeah. it's one or the other, it's this or it's that. So, um, so for me, it's been that, that looking at that gradual change um, of society and finding those ancient ways again. So again, that, I think that that kind of fits into where, where that, where that looks like. Does that, yeah. It's, you're looking confused at me now, Rob. Well, there's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's two elements to yeah.
1: it, as you're speaking. I'm just trying to get my head around the whole postmodern piece. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, certainly the postmodern, when it sort of came out in the sort of fifties and sixties was all about the sort of secular, you know, we've done with Christianity. It was, it was what they call incredulity towards the metanarratives, I think, as they yeah. say. Uh, and so we've done with all those yeah. things. But actually, we're saying no, no. The postmodern is really unlocked. If anything can be true, yeah. and actually, some of these things from the past become they, they reemerge. Yeah,
0: exactly. Because, yeah, and I I I think I and I think you know we str- I think a lot of a lot of Christians uh, or faith people. I mean, it's not just Christians. Faith people mm-hmm. can struggle with the kind of postmodern the new postmodern oh, narrative, yeah. right? And we almost f- a fight against it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my approach, particularly in, probably in the last four or five years has been more well actually um if we believe that God is sovereign yeah. <laughs> if we believe that he is able to to control in that i, I control yeah. i don't like the word control, but you know what i mean if if God if God is ultimately you set limits is, on what is, happens uh, yeah. yeah if if that's true yeah. then any massive change in culture yeah. has to be. There's something that he's allowed to happen. Yeah. So, in other words, uh, you know, he—it's something he is driving in that sense. So we have to find God in it. I, th- I do you remember, and it, It's 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 really interesting. Actually, Some, I, I was listening to somebody recently, and they said, you know, um, discernment—how do they put it now? Uh, discernment isn't um, isn't—is this right or wrong, or is is this God or not? Discernment is finding God in in it, yeah. <laughs> and that really struck me. I thought that's re- that's a really interesting statement. You know, I think it has some limits to it, but but there's that I I like that idea that yeah. actually when when something happens, we have to find God in it, in the midst of it. That's really interesting. Um, you know, so so for me, it's it's this kind of finding God in the midst of the cultural change. What is God driving in that? And actually, as you start to read, then the particularly the New Testament you I, I my my perspective would be actually the often the the postmodern narrative is easier to find in the new testament than the modernist narrative yeah. um, in the sense that it's relationally driven it's you know it's it's um it's contextually driven in that in that in that sense um it's yeah. So, so yeah. So it's. It, I, I just think that's yeah. an interesting yeah. aspect. And
1: uh, I think it's probably one of the things we'll come back to several times yeah. is is uh, the understanding that you know, w- w- walking with God is, or, or, to use another word, Christianity. <laughs> I, just, I find it a really difficult, problematic term. The more I think about it, but Christianity isn't, shouldn't be a creed. It shouldn't be a set of doctrines. It shouldn't be a uh, a system yeah. or even a church community those things can have some presence yeah. and meaning and value but it's fundamentally it is about a person exactly. Exactly. so <clears throat> the solution to anything the answer to anything in any given moment or context is what is he saying here what is he doing here rather than what does the book say or what does the yeah. system or the code or the creed say and that's where we've got it wrong is it? because we always want a system yeah. but actually the ancient ways
0: in a sense Means connecting with the ancient one, <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> I, I, I yeah. think that that's the whole point is is that you know modernism is about is about systems really. Yeah. I, when you, I mean, I know I'm I'm simplifying it, and I know there's going to be people shouting at the, <laughs> I'm turning this off right yeah. now, you know, yeah. because they think it's just too simplistic. It's you know I know we're in post post postmodernism yeah. or what a uh, post post one. you know. But I I I I'm a very simple person in that in that sense. <laughs> I like to bring things to. To be, I mean, I know things are complex, but it's it's important that that we try to bring it down, and, and it, it's for you know. So, so I think that's a, that's a that's a very interesting way of looking at it. You know, the problem is is that we have brought a message yeah. rather than introducing it to as somebody yeah, to a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the gospel for me is not a message; it's yeah. a person. Yeah, yeah, you know Jesus didn't come with a message. He came as a person. Yeah. It was God incarnate. He, he didn't send them. He'd sent messengers that hadn't worked. <laughs> <laughs> that hadn't worked too well. So he came himself, yeah. you know, and uh, and he comes himself today. And that's the whole point. And the, I think part of the whole issue of the ancient past thing as well is that uh, there's mystery involved in it. Yeah. And, you know, again, that's not a, a real big theme in modernism, yeah, because
1: modernism <laughs> likes to lock meaning down and have fixed understanding. Exactly, and-
0: yeah, exactly. And there isn't a mystery, yeah. you know. But even when we, and you know, and, and people say, "Well, you know," it's because it's more scientific and all that kind of stuff. But actually, if you talk to scientists, scientists will talk about mystery. Actually, mm. they don't talk about. It's not empirical in the way in which yeah. most people think scientists is. Scientists are always on the discovery. Mm. That's the way they say. This is what we know now yeah. but we are looking for what's next yeah. which might change what we know now yeah. right yeah, yeah. So, so, I, so, if you and you think about the the sci, you know the scientific discoveries over you know w- w- if you trace the history of scientific the, it yeah. changes yeah, yeah. our idea of what what you know, there are certain things that are clear and this is what i would say you say about the whole ancient past thing there are certain things that are clear and un- unchangeable, mm. you know. So God is unchangeable, mm. right? But there is a mystery about God as well. So in <laughs> science, there are certain things that are not changeable that that haven't changed, mm. but there's a lot that has. Yes, as we've yep. discovered more. Yeah, so.
1: that's really interesting. Um, I, I didn't hadn't put the scientific method together <laughs> with, you know, a sort of um, a post postmodern following <laughs> and walking with Jesus. But there we, we've just done it. Um I'm, I'm just. Just... And they'll be
0: saying something. No! <laughs> <laughs> How
1: dare you? I, I, I'm just thinking we, we we come back to these themes again and again. I mean, it's uh, what we're trying to do in these f- first few podcasts is just lay out some land, put a few markers down. That's why we just gone straight in with one of these things and and hopefully sort of get presenting a flavour of the, 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 the what's interesting to us. Um, I'm just interested on this ancient ways ancient paths ancient paths talks about something through the land if you want or, yeah. whereas ancient ways talks possibly a way of doing something a method so there's the idea of method and there's the idea of travel yeah. if you want we, we had a good conversation last night about um, that the land and there's so much in scripture that talks about the, the, the land and and what's in it? And, and I remember over the years, you've said things like, we need to honour what's in the ground. Yeah. And then there are verses we talked about, um, such as you know, um, when God comes to Cain after Cain kills Abel, and he says, your, blood, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So there's a sense that what's in the ground cries out. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a sense that Jesus' blood speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Yeah. So there's something that Jesus did that brought some kind of peace and healing to that, uh, can you unpack some of that for us? What's in the ground? And uh, start at the top. Start at the top. W- what does it mean to honour what's in the
0: ground? Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> now this is where it becomes mystical, right? <laughs> in the sense that um, when you start when you start looking at um, uh, ancient ways of of how they did mission and how they did um and what happened and, you know those kinds of things right you, you you find a lot of things they walked the land it, you know it's really interesting you know they walked the land mm. um and um so let's this, this put the the stuff stuff crying out of the land at the moment let's put that to the side and let's just talk a little bit about well what what does it mean to walk the land what what are we what are we doing when we're walking the land you know so so yeah, a modern idea of that, I don't, I'm sorry, a, a, a present idea rather than modern idea of of walking the land would be like prayer walking, yeah. right? Let's go prayer walking. Yeah. You know, now, uh, you know, some people might understand what that means or, or, or not. And and actually, to be honest, what you understand might not be what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, because there's lots of ways of prayer walking, yeah. right? So, um, but as I've been thinking about this recently, uh, I've been thinking about, okay, well, what, what does it mean to walk the land? And what did they do when they walk the land? So, you know, I've been looking a lot at kind of Celtic, the Celtic way of doing Christ, of of doing faith, yeah. uh, which is slightly different from how we would do faith. Yeah. Um, but uh, and there's all kinds of reasons for that. And perhaps that's another podcast or another type, right? But but one of the things that you find is is that the ancient saints if you like because you know, there's lot, because <laughs> we're all saints right so i don't have a problem in calling people saints yeah. but but you know i and i'm not talking about saints in the sense of how you know, the the, yeah, the canonized saints i'm not talking about that. i'm talking about people who who were walking with jesus uh, and 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 doing stuff yeah. right so i i did uh, you know i i've done a lot of kind of reading around that recently um and one of the things that kind of struck me as I was reading about them and, and digging into this is that they did a lot of walking. Mm. Now, partly that's because they didn't have cars and that, but they did have horses and donkeys and stuff, but they, they chose to walk. Mm. And it's really, you know, so I started to, to, to look at that and try and work out, well, why was that?
1: Yeah.
0: And part of it was that they wanted the connection with the land. Mm. So they wanted their feet to connect with the land. <laughs> Again, you know, it's like okay, <laughs> this is sounding a bit New Age now, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but you, you see, you, you, I, I, just a little side note here. If if we if we believe what we believe, right, then the New Age stuff can only be a fake of a reality, mm. right? Because there isn't that that creative aspect. That apart from God, right? So, they, so what I'm saying is, is that they can't. There must be a, for there to be a fake, for there to be a um, a counterfeit, there, there must be, the be a, there must be an original. Yep. So when when we see things happen, like in in New Age, you know, and people get all kind of screwed up about, well, that's a very New Age, you know, you're getting a bit. Well, hang on a minute. No, actually, the original. That's just a, the new age thing is a yeah. is a fake of the original, so I'm always looking to say, okay well where's where's the original? what's the original what what, what did God do What is what yeah, what is yeah. the ancient p- path of that? Yeah. you know so 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 for me, it's like, okay, well, God obviously has an original in that connection with the land you know yeah. we we, yeah. we hear that a lot we hear that a lot now. Um, you know, we need to connect with the land again. You know, we need to connect with nature. You know, well, it, it, you know, Romans teaches us that if we look at nature, it tells us something about God, right? That yeah, yeah. and there's lots more. You know, there's loads of scriptures we could use to to, yeah. to choose that. So it's like, so for me, it's like, okay, well, what does that look like? And <clears throat> and one of the things that um, uh, one of the things they did. So I started looking at well, what did they do when they walked the land? Yeah. So one was they're trying to discern what is in the land that comes up okay. quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to discern what has happened, both good and bad.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so you know the, the blood of the martyrs cries out, right? Yeah, so if there's yeah. been there's there's that aspect of it, and there's, it, yeah. uh, um, uh, but there's there's good stuff in the in the ground as well. You know, yeah. this this was a place where where blessings, and that's the the idea of thin places comes in. That's where pilgrimages come in. You know, the, there is a place that does that where heaven is closer to earth kind of yeah, idea yeah, yeah. Um, but they also walked to bless the land yeah, yeah and that comes back to this whole thing about you know do we one of the things that you know we talked a little bit about last night when, when we, were, we were chatting was that um, you know I think often we th- we think curse curses are more powerful than blessing mm. but actually that's not true it's the other way around yeah. blessings a more powerful curse. So you, what was that quote you gave last night about?
1: Um, I, I, I haven't got the word to hand, yeah. but I, I looked up the, yeah. did a word study yeah. some years ago and the, the word for a curse and blessing are the same word. Right. Okay. It's just like, like, it's a neutral word like shout. shout. Right. So you can shout encouragement or you could shout abuse. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's, but then there's the other piece, which, which is that um, you know, curse can last two or three generations,
0: generations. but blessing to a thousand generations. generations right. So blessing is disproportionately <laughs> more, powerful, more powerful, right? <laughs> I'm more long lasting. Yes, yes. So, so, um, and this has come up because I'd had a conversation with, with with one of my friends, and we'd been talking about you know um, coming against things yep. or blessing things, you know. So, so, um, so, for instance, if there's suicide. A load of suicide, you know, often we come against the spirit of death and yeah. suicide. Well, yeah. actually, no, why don't we bless this place yeah. with the spirit of life and abundance? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so that kind of that kind of aspect. But that that only works if you really believe that when you bring a blessing,
1: yeah,
0: it has power. Yeah, so when Jesus sent the disciples out, yeah. he says, If somebody receives you, leave them with your peace. Yes. Right, well, it's a blessing actually. Leave them with your blessing, yeah. and it shows that we have a blessing to leave, and we have peace. We have something to leave with someone. Yeah. You know, it's you know, I I love some of the stories in in in, in the scriptures. You know, where the Ark of the Covenant lives with uh, Obed uh, Edom. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> you know, suddenly everything goes well with it's him. Right, you know, yeah. it's a blessing. You know, because <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. received a yeah. blessing. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That- I, and I, I
1: do. And again, at, at some kind of mystical theological yeah. level, yeah. you've got to look. Jesus on the cross yeah. is planted in the ground. Found. Yeah. And you know, instead of us coming against yeah. the cursing and coming against something, yeah. he came against it, triumphed over yeah. it, and did away with everything that was written against us. Yeah. So then he sends us out to bring blessing into the earth. Into the earth. Then actually, we're already walking in a much greater power when we yeah. bring that blessing yeah. exactly. instead of instead of going to war with something he's already beaten. Yeah. yeah. Um or, or actually put, yeah. Up, put it more precisely, by blessing we are going to war with what he's already beaten <laughs> yeah. and, exactly. and just crushing it under your feet. And, you under know, your feet. Um, yeah.
0: and and you're in the spirit of Jesus, right? Yes. So Jesus didn't come to earth against something. He yep. came to bring blessing to something. Yes. Right? Yep. Yep. So the reason he came and incarnated himself yep was to show who God was. Yeah. Right? If you have seen me, you have seen the Father. It's you know there is that. So that's a blessing. He's come to reveal something and to yeah. bring blessing to the earth, not to curse the earth, yes, right? Sir. So so I, I and I think that's for me that and that's an ancient path. Yeah. That's so the whole issue of walk in the land is an ancient path. Yeah. Blessing the land is an ancient path. Discerning what is in the land is an ancient path. You know, right. so so that's that's when. And then, as you discern what's in the land, yeah. then how do you deal with that? That's and that yeah. comes back to the, you know, the, um, you know, as we were talking last night about the, you know, the, the the blood of the martyrs cries out. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay. So what's it crying out for? It's crying out for justice. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, so then it's a question of, okay, well, what, what, what then is justice, you know, know, and, and that, that, that's a whole, that's a whole other subject really, but, you know, we could touch on some of that today.
1: Well, well, let's go fast again, because I think we we got into it last time. Justice is an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. So it's retribution. And and we, we agreed that justice doesn't bring peace. People who've had retribution don't get peace with it. The people who've got peace are the people who've forgiven. They've gone. They've gone to a higher level than justice, and so, and, and if we come back to the peace idea and paths, um, was it when Jesus was announced by the yeah. angels? It was peace on yeah. earth, and uh, so this sense of this peace coming on earth, that where blood is crying out. How do we get to peace yeah. replacing so, that? We, we justice won't cut it. Yeah. No. We've got to go to a higher level. We've got to get to a forgiveness where. Uh, I mean, I'll let you comment
0: on that uh, rather than me yeah. sort of just re- rehashing it there. But yeah. it's, it's something bigger, isn't there? Yeah. Well, I think so. I, I think that, you know, um, uh, mercy triumphs over justice. Yes. Right? So well, what does that mean? When you unpack well, what does that mean? It it means this is that, you know, it's very interesting actually. I, I did a lot of reading around around this uh, wow. uh, some years back um, and I, I looked at um, people who had got justice and it's really interesting um uh, when you when you dig into that what you find is that most of them will say but I it's great I got justice but they're still not at peace yeah. it's a really it's a really fascinating. Um, look, and I, I think anecdotally we can say that you know we can say that, yeah. and, and I remember reading one particular interview with uh, with, with um, somebody who had campaigned; her son had died, had uh, been killed, had been murdered, and she campaigned for the the murderer to be cha- to be taken from one state and tried in another state that brought uh, that that had the pe- death penalty. So the state that he'd been originally caught in, he didn't, but there, I mean, cause I don't really understand American law, but there's, you know, there's the, the kind of federal thing yeah. and he had a federal, there was, he, there was a federal, um, he, he, there was a federal aspect to this somehow. Yeah, right. So she campaigned for him to be transferred so that he could, she I could exact, she could exact, and this is, these are her words. She could exact justice. Yeah. Right. It's really interesting. So, um, so they're interviewing her after this guy, some years after it wasn't you know not immediately after some years after this guy had been executed. And one of the guys, uh, one of the th- questions of the interviews were, well, "Do you feel you have justice?" And she and she said, "Yes, I do. I feel I feel I had justice." She said, "But I'm still angry, and I'm I I still I it I still have not got peace." <laughs> it's fascinating, you know. So. So, so that got me thinking about that, and then I started reading um, people that ha- had forgiven, Feeding testimonies of people who had forgiven, mm. and nearly all of them will say, after I've forgiven, I found peace. Very good. Right. So, so it's so for me, it's, it's re- that's really interesting. So, so then you start to think about well, okay, well, how does how does that work then do, do, you know what, what 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 is that about and um and uh you know when the when it talks about the martyr's blood crying out mm-hmm. for justice what is god's response to that mm-hmm. well god's response is to send his son in order to bring peace to the earth how yes. does that through forgiveness yes. and through mercy and yeah. through grace. So it's really interesting. And I, you know, and and again I I, I don't wanna mean misunderstood here, yes, right? So I yeah. well, I'm not saying that there doesn't need to be consequences, cause I think there are there are consequences yeah. for yeah. for uh, for wrongdoing, for sin, you know, whatever we want to call it. But um <laughs> but it's it's not that eye for an eye thing. Yeah. It's it's not <laughs> you know, it, it, there's something else that God that, that God brings in in terms yes, of that. Yeah, totally. Is that yeah. so? Um, yeah, that's really good
1: because justice for the martyrs be find the, the perpetrators and just execute yeah.
0: them. Yeah. that just doesn't go far mm. enough. Does no. it? it's too small. Well, well, what's it? Why well, I think what's interesting? Why yeah. were they martyred? They weren't martyred to 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 bring death to people. They were martyred because they loved people, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so actually, in some ways, that's not justice for mm. them. Mm. To for for people to 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 die because they died yeah. to be killed because they they got killed. Yeah. Well, that's is why they died? Yeah, yeah. You know, they died because they loved people and they wanted to bring peace to. Yes, the, to yes. So so there's that that whole somehow there's a there's a whole thing there. You know, yes. I'm still trying to get my head around some of that. As so, I, I mean, as our listeners will so, will realize, you know, yeah. there, there are little lots of holes, holes in this argument. Yes. I understand plenty that. of holes. Plenty <laughs> holes. Yeah,
1: like, but but I think what we. If us brings us back to yeah. um, what's the yeah. significance yeah. for this? Yeah. What was the yeah. the point is we live in a world that's full of trouble, yeah, and there are yeah. conflict zones around the world yeah. and places where to some extent justice has yeah. been yeah. It, or, or some kind of settlements have been achieved and some, but actually we're still not getting to the roots. There's something no. bigger to come, yeah. something greater to yeah. come, and that is manifest not in. Some you know, just a, a personal walk through the hills. No, it's manifest in the communities mm-hmm. and the workplaces yeah. and families and factories yeah. and nations and continents. Yeah. These, are, this is the world we live in, isn't it? Yeah. It's, we yeah. live in a troubled world, yeah. and the there is an answer to some of these things yeah. in by yeah. going down some of yeah. these. So, so, I think what we're trying to do is unpack, yeah, you know, t- take the lid off and have a have a
0: look in, see what's inside, and, and <laughs> explore. Yeah. There's a lot I, there. I, I mean, There's you there. know. Uh, we were just talking before we started recording about you know the name of of, of the podcast, right? Yeah. Hope in a mad world. Yeah. It does not really express what we're doing. You know, we we're just trying to work that, up. but in some ways it does. You see, because this is the whole point. Yeah. We live in a mad world. I mean, the the world is in madness right now, yeah. right? It is. It's mad, yeah. absolutely crazy. What's going on? I mean, let's be honest. You know, I mean, I I just look at the politics of the last twenty years and think to myself, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know where's the hope in that, right? Yeah. How do we find hope in it? Well, hope is not in the getting the right prime minister.
1: Yeah.
0: The hope isn't having the right political ide- ideology. Yeah. We never find hope in that. Yeah. Hope is in the ancient ways.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? No, very good. That's, right? that's so good, hope yeah. is in uh, finding hope in our ma- in the madness. Yeah. Is uh, is. Finding how do we forgive, right? How do we find? How do we find peace? Yeah. How do we find joy? Yeah. You know, how do we bring joy to the world, not pain to the world? Mm. How do we respond to what's going on? Mm. Um, and 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 I think this is yeah. You know, this this is a whole another subject that we've touched on again. Yeah. But 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 I I just think that you know for me things like um there are two two extremes in in i think in our political understanding one is it's all about people helping themselves and doing it themselves um you know in a sense the american dream kind of idea you know well actually they you're responsible for yourself so if you haven't got what you need that that's your problem and you sort it out you know um which is the kind of negative aspect of the the, the American dream, you know? The the, the positive aspect, where well, you can be whatever you want to be, you can you can achieve whatever you want to do. I love that bit of it, but yeah, yeah. But, but the other aspect of it, which is a downside, or you know, some of, some I think some of the more for, certainly from the political ideology I I've come from in the past, it's the government's job to do that. Yeah, you know, what is the government doing for this? Yeah. Why isn't the government giving money to help with our bills and or, yeah. or you know all of that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, um. But there's somewhere in between all of that, where you go, okay, well, how, as a community, do we respond? What is our responsibility in that, in that aspect? You know, so so we might decry things, I, I'm gonna, unfortunately, probably <laughs> alienate a load of people right at this at this point right but hear me out please <laughs> so, so so you know we, we we decry the fact that we need food banks yeah. as an example yeah. right uh, the the rise of food banks well actually i you know i think that's just an organized way of communities helping each other yeah. in the past i think we didn't have food banks but our neighbors would do it you see that, you know, so it was go- or our it family was, would do it, it.
1: It was going on, but they weren't food banks.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, yeah, right. right. But and actually, is that wrong? Is yeah, that yeah. bad? I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Because I, I think that at the at, at what, I where am I going with this in terms of ancient paths, right? So, so ancient, an ancient path would be for me is communities help one another. Yeah. So we're going back to something that that uh, where we are building again community cohesiveness, community responsibility. Right. You know, so for instance, with the with, with the the um, uh, the story in the New Testament where uh, Jesus tells the parable of the persistent neighbor, right, who comes in the middle of the night, and we think about us about persistently in prayer and all the rest of it. But actually, the cultural aspect to that is that um, the If, if the if that person if that neighbour who'd come had not been able to feed his guest, it wasn't just him that was dishonoured, but it was the whole of the village that was dishonoured. Oh right, yeah. It was the whole of the community that was dishonoured. Yes, right. So within that that cultural context, what he's coming and saying: the honour of the village is at stake here. Yeah. Yeah. So when the guy goes, Well I'm sleeping, I'm in bed, <laughs> you know what I mean? it, the, the reason he's persistent isn't just because his honor's gonna be yeah. done, but the honour of the whole village would be would yeah. be would would, yeah. would would be at risk. Right? So there's something around that I think that we've we need to get back to yeah, yeah. and that that God wants us to get back to. Yeah. Is that it's not that the the government shouldn't do something, it's not that individuals don't have a responsibility, but we Somehow there's this community aspect yeah. where we need to find. And, and once again, this is not about a creed
1: or a book or a pattern that we're setting out here. It's not what you do in this circumstance. Yeah. What you do in the circumstances is talk to the ancient one and yeah. find out what he's saying in this kind of place. Exactly. But actually, there's we need to be open to him wanting to do things in communities yeah. we may not have been open to because yeah. we've got used to a yeah. different... Way and God's sometimes saying, "I want you to go back and look."
0: Sometimes, uh, is that right? Uh, exactly, and I, I think you're just trying to wind this up. The, the whole aspect of you know ancient ancient paths, so ancient paths are really about going back to the ancient one, yeah. right, <laughs> <laughs> and finding his ways of doing it. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, and I think we can learn a lot by looking at. Uh, uh, what what's happened in an ancient way yeah. and, and an ancient philosophical way as well, yeah, you know, there. and uh, so so that that for me is is is, is the journey I'm on. That's yeah, the journey. Yeah, that yeah. that at, at this point, that's the journey. Yeah. That's the journey. So, yeah. Ian, what are you into? Okay, so uh, the last um, two months, I've really been into mountain walking. Which, you know, Raoul looks really surprised. and <laughs> really shocked by that idea because, you know, um, perhaps I'll put a photograph on Instagram at some point. But, you know, I there's not, not many mountains in Luton, are they? <laughs> not... Well, Luton is the highest place in Bedfordshire, by the way. So oh. that's really interesting, you see. But uh, but it's not very high. Uh, but, uh, no, we, we had a, a, a kind of retreat with two other couples in, in Switzerland in which we spent three of those days or a good part of those days walking up mountains which was thrilling and exciting and exhilarating yeah. um, and, and a sense of achievement at the end of it as well, particularly because I'm not very fit and I'm getting fit. And then uh, we went on a four-day holiday to North Wales and we climbed Snowdon. Fantastic. Uh, so go right to the top and a third of the way down and then I caught the train the rest of the way. <laughs> and the bizarre thing about that was the guy who was the conductor of the train I just moved from Luton <laughs> in March of this year or February of this year. What's
1: the chances?
0: And then he told me that there were some people at the back of the train that were also from Luton that I'd passed and talked to on the way up. And then the following day, I'm sitting outside this this uh, shop uh, when because I had the dog and there was, was a kid there about, I know, about 10 or 11. And he happened to be from Luton as well. So with the, <laughs> I'm in the middle of North Wales. And there are all these people from Luton. Can't get away from it.
1: So what you're saying is most of Luton are into hill and walk, mountain walking right now. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs>
0: yeah, because there's no high mountains around yeah. you, so you have to yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. But no, it was just it's just been a really great just to get out there and a sense of achievement in it. But also, you know, just incredible views, just getting back to nature, walking the land, you know, as we talked about earlier. So yeah, so that's uh, that's been the thing I've been into this last two months. Ridiculous you are, like it eh. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. What can I say? Okay. Jerry, what are you doing?